Welcome into this week's episode of Cape Podcast. I'm your host, Emma Carmen. We are so excited to welcome Brock Wilkin on for today's episode. Brock is a current baseball player at Wake Forest University and was a part of the Harwich Mariners this past summer. Brock, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So as I mentioned, a part of the Mariners last summer, what was your entire experience like? I know it's only three months, goes by super fast, but kind of take me through this past summer. Oh, man, it was it was unreal. Um, you know, it was unlike before um you know just going to the cape one is an honor um you know that that in it alone is is really special um so you know going there was already really special for me but then um you know having the opening day job at third base was uh was even more special um and then you know getting the host family that i got um was just amazing um you know the o'learys were the perfect family, um, you know, three kids, anything you could ever want. They were just amazing. They were there to help, be supportive as always. Um, and they're, they're great people. Stay in contact with them, you know, almost every day. Um, and I have a great relationship with them. So, you know, that experience for me was, uh, was super cool um, and eye-opening um, for many reasons, um, which, you know, I really enjoyed. And I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to get back to the summer. You obviously had a ton of success down there. You batted 302 during the regular season, six home runs, 26 RBIs, and appeared in all 38 games, which is huge for anyone within the Cape. How are you so powerful and dominant at the plate? Um, you know, I was really just staying um, loose, um, you know, sticking to my routines um, and having the confidence. Um, I think confidence is super big and, um, any part of any one success, um, in, in any sports or in real, in, uh, in the everyday jobs. Um, you know, you, you can have success, whether it's in sales, whether it's in baseball, no matter what, but uh, I think confidence can take people a long way in their lives. Um, those are a couple of things, you know, my teammates behind me really helped me stay confident. Um, you know, some of the older guys that have been to the Cape before, um, you know, helping me lead the way, um, you know, this is how we do things here, you know, helping them pave the way for me was really special as well. You mentioned those teammates, obviously it's a bunch of different players from all over the country coming together. Are you still friends with some of them? You know, what are the connections and relationships like nowadays? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, most of our team being from, uh, the ACC or the SEC, you know, I, I, I stay in contact with most of everyone uh, that I was there with, you know, Cade Beloso, uh, Corey Acton, um, Hal Hughes, um, you know, I got a couple close relationships, uh, Carter Putz from Notre Dame, Nick Lucky from Coastal Carolina, um, Chris Newell, Max Cotier from UVA, um, you know, those were some of my, you know, some of my boys, Jordan Beck from Tennessee, just, I, I got along with everyone, um, Bo Keithley, you know, you, you name it. I, everyone was just awesome. You know, um, those are some of the closer guys I was with. Um, but, you know, I, I stay in contact with a lot of them, you know, pretty much every day, weekly, um, catch up, see how things are going, um, see how their season's going, you know, talk hitting, talk baseball, talk life, um, you know, everything. You learn, obviously, from them, kind of their backgrounds, their college experiences. And then, obviously, you have these mentors down in the Cape, coaches who've been around the game forever. What kind of impact did your coaches have on you and kind of bringing that back to Wake Forest and kind of rolling that into your regular college season play? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, those coaches 
really instilled uh, having process and going about it um, the right way. Uh, and, you know, just doing everything, play, playing the game as hard as possible. Um, you know, that, you know, I try to bring that back to Wake Forest. I try to bring that every day. Um, but, you know, th those coaches really helped me uh, stay relaxed, stay loose. Um, and, you know, it was, that was a big part of, of my success as well. Those coaches, you know, <clears throat> having the confidence in, you know, a freshman, um, which, which was pretty special. Um, and then, you know, I really, really couldn't appreciate my coaches um, anymore for what they did. And a cool story not a lot of people know um, about my coaches was, um, you know, they were, they were the only team to, to really accept um, me to come and, and play for them on a full contract on the Cape. Um, you know, my head coach here at Wake, reached out to a couple of different teams and they're like, oh, he's too young. We haven't seen him play enough. Um, so coach Steve Angler, you know, he really, he really took a chance on me and I, I couldn't appreciate him and the coaches have taken a chance um, and, and let me play, which was really, really cool. And with that, you were honored as MVP last year. Kind of take me through that moment when you first received that honor, what it meant to you, kind of the emotions that you were going through. Uh, got goosebumps better right now. That's something that I'll I'll never forget. You know, um, you never forget the place, the moment. You know, something special happens. Um, people always talk about we're on nine eleven, or you know, when a, a, a terrific moment in their life happened. Um, you know, I'll never forget the air, how the crowd was, um, the people in line, just everything about it was was really surreal for me. Um, and, you know, they come out and they're starting to read these awards. And I knew um, Trey Dombrowski, I mean, he, there was no shot. He wasn't going to win pitcher of the year. So they start reading off his stats and, you know, we all go nuts for him, super happy for him. And, um, and then they start, they're like, oh, now is our time for our MVP award. And all my teammates are like, oh, it's you, it's you. And it's, I'm like, dude, no side. They're not going to give it to, you know, a young kid, youngest, youngest on the team. Like he's barely 18, like, you know, probably not going to give it to me. And um, they start reading off the stats, and I'm like, okay, well, that stat matches mine. That stat matches mine. And they just all match match the line. I was like, no way. And I just remember walking up. remember walking up, and this was the only game that my dad got to see me play in. And uh, in tape. And he was right there, and he had no idea. I had no idea, um, which made it even that much more cool of a moment for myself. Um, and, you know, just grabbing that award, you know, being knowing that I'm etched in history in baseball history forever was, you know, the most surreal moment of, of my career by far. Obviously, that's one of the best memories you could ever even ask for in the Cape. What were some of other your fond memories that you had, whether it was with teammates, coaches, workouts, going to the beaches, kind of exploring around the Cape? What are some fun things that you remember from last summer? Oh man, some of the best moments I had were with my teammates, no doubt. Um, you know, those those bus rides were unreal. Um, <laughs> every bus, every bus ride, um, we're playing mafia, picking the mafia, um, blasting music, um, just having a fun time. And like I, I've said this many times before, but this summer was the most fun I've ever had playing baseball um you know just my being around my teammates you know having bonfires with my teammates going out with my teammates um 
you know, my host family, they were gracious enough to, you know, have everyone over to my house. Um, they could have this little bonfire with marshmallows and all this different stuff. And mm -hmm. um, some of those moments um, are, are more special than, you know, actually the playing moments. Those moments are the ones you'll never forget rather than, um, you know, how you did that day or who did what that day. Um, and then just, you know, having fun with it. It was always a good time in the dugout with the coaches um, and with, with my teammates. It was just, it was awesome. I loved it. Every second of it. So you're tentatively scheduled to return this summer back to Harwich. I know we spoke about it before hopping on the phone, but how excited are you to kind of get back down there? Obviously you're going to wrap up that college season, but what are you looking forward to most as you're headed to the Cape again? Oh man, I can't wait to get back with my host family. Um, you know, they're, they're awesome. I just love them so much. Um, I have my teammate uh, in first baseman, Nick Kurtz from Wake Forest coming with me. He's staying with me, right. um, which would be super cool. Um, you know, they pass that tradition on. Um, they've had a kid, they've had a, a Wake Forest baseball player um, to host every single year for the past four years. I'm trying to keep that tradition going, but doing that and um, those bus rides and obviously getting on, put a Harwich Mariners jersey on every day is pretty special as well. Yep. And as you mentioned at Wake Forest right now, finishing up sophomore year, what are some of the similarities that you took with you from your summer ball season last summer into this year um, of playing college ball? Um, just trying to, just trying to have fun with it. Um, you know, sometimes I get caught up in too many different things. Um, just trying to have fun with the game. That's when, that's when you play looser. That's when everyone plays looser and it's just much more fun to do and um, success follows as well. Um, and then really focusing on, you know, defensive aspect, trying to show and prove to not only myself, but to my coaching staff and to other people watching that uh, I am a, I'm an elite defender at third, um, really honing in on those defensive skills, um, which has, you know, I really want to do this year. So with that, obviously, people's dream is to play in the Cape. You had the opportunity as a freshman. What's some advice that you have for anyone either listening or watching this who's interested in playing within the Cape and kind of getting to where you are? Um, I think some advice I could give is to don't put pressure on yourself uh, when you're there. Um, you know, that's probably – baseball is hard enough as it is, especially as a hitter. Mm -hmm. um, and if you go there and you try to put pressure on yourself, oh, I'm in the Cape, you know, playing in front of so many scouts and all this other stuff, so many fans, um, it's just not going to be not going to be what you expect it to be. Um, but and so just just go have fun with it. There's no pressure. It's summer ball. You know, it's the most fun you could ever have playing baseball. Just go play and you'll have you'll be right where you want to be. So from baseball to kind of your own logo, I know NIL is slowly getting big and I saw that you launched your own website, which is super exciting. Where did this idea come about? Kind of when did the whole transition come with that? Yeah, it actually started um, during summer. Uh, me and um, my uh, agency, we, we were really close, love them. Um, and, you know, they kind of had this idea and um, one of their other players was um, Tanner Allen from Mississippi State last year mm -hmm. um, and they're like you know this thing hit and it was right after they won the College World Series so he's like you know let's put this together um, and let's see how it does mm -hmm. and he gave half the proceeds back to Mississippi State because he was graduating um, and about to get drafted 
and within like four or five months made 36 grand. Um, And so they were like, you know, we really want to do this with you um, and see how it does for you. And so going through the whole process, um, it was long, but it was also a great and fun process, you know, having to um, make my own designs, um, you know, making my own t-shirts, the colors, you know, every little fine detail, um, it was mine. And, you know, basically call myself an entrepreneur with my own company. Um, (laughs) But, you know, there's a lot of those same aspects where, you know, you're having to go through, um, you know, how much it's going to cost for the t-shirts and all these different stuff. So that was, it was a really cool process, you know, incorporating my teammates on um, one of my t-shirts was probably the coolest moment for me. Um, you know, and I, I couldn't imagine doing it with three other better people. Um, so that was, that was a really cool moment for me at run it, ran it by them. They're like, dude, that's so sick. And I was like, all right, well, we're putting it together then. Um, so I called up my, my agent and I was like, Hey, you know, does, does this work? And he goes, dude, that's awesome. And, um, by far that is the hottest selling item on, on the website, which is really cool. Really cool. So what are the hopes for the future of this site? I know right now there's a lot of merch kind of about you, but where do you kind of see it kind of progressing as you move up in your years there at Wake Forest and then hopefully with a little bit more into the draft? Yeah, um, I I hope it, you know, kind of stays the same. Um, You know, I'm not really worried about the money. It's just kind of a cool, fun process to go Mm -hmm. about, Um, you know, get to do this um so you know just having having fun with the process is really cool um creating everything by my not by myself but you know having uh throwing ideas out there and then they come back and um with the ideas which is um just having fun with the process you know if it makes money great if it doesn't great um it's just a cool process um but I really see, you know, my, my logo is just a BW, my initials. I'm really wanting to keep it simple um, just in case, you know, if, if I ever get drafted that I won't have the same number um, or whatnot. So I wanted to kind of keep it simple and just do my, do my, uh, like the Tiger Woods logo, just, you know, TW, BW, kind of the same, same deal. Love it. So from college ball to summer ball and your own website and everything, is there any last stories or anything you want to share with our listeners kind of before we wrap up this episode? Um, nah, just, I just, I, I said it earlier in this, uh, in this interview, you know, don't, don't ever give up on yourself. Um, that was, that was a really big thing, you know, having to hear that, um, from my coach this summer. And I, you know, I first got there, um, and him telling me that, you know, none of the other coaches wanted me, um, I was like, dang, you know, it's really kind of eye-opening, um, gave me a chip on my shoulder. Um, and, you know, so I really, really always just believe in yourself, never give up on yourself. Um, and then, you know, I got another story real quick. Um, one of my coaches, you know, I was going through a little bit of a struggle, a little bit of a skid, um, and, you know, coach comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, you know, I just – these past couple of games haven't gone your way. You know, you just got to keep doing what you're doing and you'll be fine. You know, all these scouts really aren't here to look at you. Um, you know, they're here to see the older guys, especially with the COVID and all this different stuff. And then he was like, he mentioned at the end, he was like, you know, um, you know, I really don't, um, I know you're a great player, but, you know, they're probably going to give the MVP award to a 
older guy who's been there before and, you know, had some success. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. And, um, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I get that MVP award in that, in our last game, I run right over to him and I give him a big hug and I said, how about that? Huh? <laughs> Love that. Always believe, always believed in the kid, you know, just never give up. There's people out there that believe in you. So never give up on your dreams. Just have it, have the same dreams you've had since you were six and just go with them. Love that. So last thing, we'll be answering a couple quick questions. We've done this on every episode so far. So you're just going to give me the answers off the top of your head. So the first one is, where is your favorite spot on the Cape? It can be a certain field, beach, restaurant, anything that you went to. Okay. Um, first, there's there's a couple. There's okay. ice cream right by Ember Pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So good. So good. <laughs> Best ice cream place of been on the Cape. Love it. Second, second is White House Field. And third is the ovary house. No question. Love it. All right. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, probably strength, just because. Why not? Just because you could be super strong and do anything? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Everyone. All right. Third one. What is one thing that people do not know about you or like minimal people, like just family or just a close friend? Um, I was actually born in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, interesting. How long were you there for? Not long? Not long, probably about six months. Um, and then we moved to Florida and then to North Carolina and then back to Florida. All over the place. <laughs> All right. Question four. If you could spend an afternoon with any athlete in history, who would it be? Oh man, that's a good one. Dang. Um... <laughs> I probably have to say Tom Brady, um, just to pick his pick his brain on the mental side of the game. Yeah. Um, that's all, and one of the you know one of the in, more intriguing parts of who makes what makes Tom Brady Tom Brady. Um, you know how he how he is who he is. Um, and, you know, kind of going off the same boat. Just always believe in yourself. You know, six round draft pick to the greatest football player of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big football guy, but love who he is and everything that he's about love it that would be mine too what is one (laughs) baseball superstition or ritual that you have to follow when it comes to you kind of going out on the field that's a good one um i have many um of course (laughs) whether whether it's dressed a certain way before the game putting in my contacts a certain way before the game um going to the gas station and making sure that I have two vitamin waters before every game. Um, whether it's undoing my batting gloves or putting them on a certain way and then putting on my helmet with either my right hand or my left hand, depending on. And, um, and then my like pre-pitch routine when I get in the box, those are all my main superstitions. Love it. Does the vitamin water flavor matter? No. Oh, okay. Just two vitamin waters. <laughs> Gotta be good ones. Love it. So that's it for today, Brock. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on. We wish you nothing but the best of luck with everything that you have down the road. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This is Emma Carmen signing off from Cape League Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast as well as follow us on social media at official CCBL on Instagram and Twitter. 
Thank you for all watching and have a wonderful week.